0: This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Hello. Howdy. Hi, everybody. Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, bringing you another episode of the Hot Nerd Podcast. We're actually here on part number five, our final installment of our free Audiobook version brought to you here on the podcast of WTFRM, my latest book. I hope that you're enjoying it. I've got to tell you, I've been having a blast bringing it to you. WTFRM, a reflection on what is meaningful to workplace safety. I'll tell you, just like I tell you every other time, that if you have enjoyed, well, let me, let me say this first. Go back. If this is your first one, go back and listen to them in order, right? Or listen to them in order. This is the last one. So you're starting with like the outro. Go back and start with the intro and listen in between. <laughs> That's kind of the way. Again, professional advice. That's how I would suggest absorbing this material. Unless you want to get all like kind of Tarantino-ish and get like in some really cool alternate timelines. That'd be kind of neat too. I don't know. But go back and start at the beginning and listen through. And so we're at the end. We're going to finish it out here with uh, our two last little chapters here, and we're going to call it good. Um, and if you have enjoyed this do me a favor, head over, pick up a copy of it on Amazon in the paperback. It is reasonably priced, especially in the world of safety books. Everything that I put out is under $20. And that's by design. Like I don't, I don't, I just don't understand paying like $75 for 150 page, like paperback but I, I, that's just me that's just me just just throwing that out there side rant um, but again if you have enjoyed it and you found value in it do, do me a favor go go pick up a copy of it show us some love show us some support because we're bringing it to you entirely free here in the audio version and 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 if you thought that this was pretty cool that we put together like this audio book and gave it to you for free on the podcast send it over to some of your friends if you, you know some other folks that are in our world that are safety focused industries or safety professionals or leaders and you think that this would bring them some value send them a link to the the podcast, tell them to listen to it in order, just just like what we talked about. Um, but send them over to it and let them listen to it or send them a copy of the paperback. And again, if you like what we have going on here, if you love it, if you just got to have more of the podcast, more of the books, more of that kind of sort of stuff, the best way to show us some love and support is by going over, picking up the original Safety Sucks, the bullshit in the safety profession they don't tell you about, the follow up to that, which is Safety Sucks, The Manifesto, and then more recently, WTF Rm And we have some other versions of the original safety sucks that are a little expanded and stuff like that if you want to check those out. And then I also have Obscured then and I have another fiction book that I put out. So you can go check all of that stuff out if that's something that you would be into. So... I've got to tell you just like I always do head over to the website www.duffyhopner.com follow along on all things social media except for Twitter cuz it's super duper, 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 duper special it is at the hopnerd one don't really tweet anyways easiest way to probably follow along with me is on LinkedIn you know the whole story there I'm trying to speed up so I can just jump into the book and that's what we're going to do right now we're going to jump right in to the final final audio chunk of WTF RM some final words this is the end beautiful friend Jim Morrison. Can you imagine it? No, really. Can you imagine what our work worlds would look like if they were built around the meaningful, the impactful, the shit that really matters? What would change? There's one obvious and clear answer to that. Everything! I could go on and on about the stupid, useless, and sometimes harm-inducing areas that we pour so much of our time, energy, and resources into. These black holes of sticks, carrots, oversized programs, rules, care and awareness, and ultimately of pain and suffering. Any one of us, Those that have resided within these feelings-based and bureaucratic safety systems could fill volumes with horrific stories about the meaningless, time-wasting, and harmful approaches we typically take uh, take in an attempt to influence, often an attempt to control, worker safety. We have filled our systems full of junk and we are expecting treasure in return. We are feeding our goose garbage and expecting it to lay golden eggs. We are shoveling in Twinkies, burgers, and candy bars down our throats and expecting to get fit. The area of safety has succumbed to the junk drawer effect, something that I discuss in much greater detail in Safety Sucks a Manifesto, meaning it's a cluttered mess, a mixture of the meaningful and meaningless. It's a drawer that is overflowing with trash and treasure, but more problematic yet, we can't tell the difference between the two. We do not know what is working, what is not, what is helping, and what is harming. We haven't taken the time to attempt to tell the difference. Why would we when we believe that everything in safety matters and it matters a lot? Damn it. For fuck's sake. I know we're in the homestretch here, but let's throw something else out there that really fucking matters. Something we have avoided like the plague within the world of safety. Prioritization. Prioritization matters and it matters a lot. Unfortunately, it really does seem if we have completely avoided the subject. We have continued to rally behind this idea that everything in safety is equally as important, which has resulted in us only wasting time and creating more safety bureaucracy and headache. A healthy dose of reality and prioritization is needed to get us out of this hole. Without this needed and heavy-handed dose of prioritization, we will continue to find ourselves in the position of being safety junk peddlers, pretending that we are making things better. This junk, trash that is regularly sold as treasure by gatekeepers of the status quo, peddlers of easy button safety programs, profits of mediocrity, and other proponents of everything safety matters a shit ton crowd, leaves our systems bloated, inefficient, and broken. Our work worlds are filled to the brim with behavior-based safety observations, useless observation trending, even more useless data about all the bad things that have already happened, endless compliance audits, attempt at predicting bad things on the horizon, and telling people to be more safe or pay more attention to prevent said bad things from happening. We waste our time and money on idiotic safety tactics, campaigns, and programs such as eight-hour mandatory safety training presentations on the dire hazards of coffee making in the workplace. Will you be the next coffee maker fatality? Giving employees bright pink gloves, you know, so they're more aware of their hands. Putting up dumb posters that say things like, You should care more about not dying at work. Or, If your co-worker gets hurt, it's your fault too. Endless measuring, endless numeric goals and milestones, pizza parties for good safety performance, and painful punishments for missing the mark. We work inside the safety junk drawer. We live in this cluttered mess of bullshit. And more importantly, so do your people. You know them. The people that actually get shit done at your organization, the people that are not only tasked with getting shit done, but must, must accomplish this feat while managing all the bullshit that we just mentioned above, the people whom which you are charged to care for, yeah, those folks. Let me get back to my point. For fuck's sake, what the hell are we doing? Isn't it about time that we put an end to the practice of safety insanity? That we move beyond our ineffective views that says everything in safety matters? That we start to clean out our safety junk drawers and we stop accepting the same old worn out approaches to worker safety as a gospel? What has our pursuit of safety mediocrity yielded? What has our attempt at creating something meaningful from the meaningless actually resulted in? Crippled efficiency and crippled or dead employees. Well, fuck. At least it felt really good for the company to pursue all those hearts and minds and Be More Safe programs. I even got a sweet Be More Safe for Else t-shirt at the last Zero Injury Extravaganza. Oh, and pizza? Did I mention pizza? It was pepperoni, and it was free. If our hope is to put an end to occupational maimings and fatalities, if we hope to make work suck less and to better workers' lives across the board, if we hope to make safety suck a little less, then we must move away from safe mediocrity and embrace risky innovation and learning. We must begin to question our efforts, sorting and prioritizing by W T F R M. We must move beyond the meaningless, even if it's just safety, in search of what matters, what helps, what is vital, what is important. What we must seek out that which is meaningful. This is an odd place to end for a book full of shits, fucks, and goddammits. But anyways, here's the Bible. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Matthew 7.7. Want to know what is meaningful within your organization? Ask. Want to know what is meaningful within your organization? Seek it out. Knock on the door of betterment. Knock on the door of learning, and it will open. An open letter to safety-focused organizations to whom it may concern you are wasting your time. No, really, you're wasting your time. We have spent so much time on the meaningless, on the ineffective, and in some cases, we have caused more harm than good. What the fuck are we doing? Is it not time to try something different? We have been on repeat, been the proverbial broken record for decades now. We continue to do the same things, pursue the same old tired fixes, respond with the same cruel answers of blame, shame, and punishment, and we are still continually surprised that they are letting us down, surprised that nothing really changes. We double down on more rules, more measuring, more oversight, more fancy new programs, and and more even fancier consultants. But we are never actually trying anything all that different. We have confused doing more safety things with safety innovation. Organizations desire progress without change. They desire innovation without risk, and they crave creativity without adaptation or unpredictability, none of which is possible. A high value has been placed upon the maintenance of the status quo. There's a firmly held belief that safety and comfort can be grown by doing business as usual, just harder and with more focus. Safety innovation frightens us. It paralyzes us. The old, tried-and-true approaches that we know all too well are comforting and appear to be less risky than new and less proven methods. So, we avoid reinventing the wheel. We avoid real and meaningful change, and innovation, creativity, progress, and betterment around safety within our companies withers and dies. We have found ourselves in a perpetual state of doing the same old things, sometimes just harder, with more focus, and expecting a different result. In the book, Safety Sucks the Manifesto, we define this phenomena as safety and sanity. Safety and sanity being defined as doing the same old safety things over and over and expecting different results. For far too long, we have practiced this insanity within our organizations. For far too long, we have operated under this idea that if we experiment or innovate in safety and health, then we are gambling with our workers' lives. As great as it feels, and as seductively simple as it seems, nothing could be farther from the truth. In fact, a healthy argument can be made that by forcing mediocrity and by dissuading innovation that we are taking a far greater gamble than by innovating and creating betterment. There is a long proven track record with our stagnant, stale, and starchy, tried and proven ways, one that demonstrates that we are remarkably good at consistently maiming and killing people at a steady rate year over year. Our tried and true approaches are finely tuned to yield the results that we so consistently. consistently see. Yet, we think that if we just do it harder and faster, something will change. If we can only do mediocre or ride the middle better, all while avoiding risky innovation, then surely things will get better. We try and try, but they never do. You're wasting your time, but you don't have to be. I know, I'm Mr. Doom and Gloom, huh? Not really. Here's the good news. We have a choice in the matter. We can do something different. Insert the sounds of minds being blown here. (gasps) We can choose to focus on forming better assumptions. We can choose to actively learn, to focus on creativity, and to seek out innovation. We can choose to focus on the shit that really matters. We should choose that better path, especially around the things that are meaningful. We must shift our thinking from managers of the status quo to fearless, yet risk-aware innovators and creators. Ultimately, we must choose to seek out risky innovation over safe mediocrity. Staying the same by avoiding innovative and new approaches, even when we do those same things harder than we ever have before, will only leave us with the same results. We will tell ourselves that we're avoiding risk and that we're using dried and proven ways to keep our people safe, but all the while our systems are degrading and our fear of innovation is crippling our businesses and our people. Change is one of the few things in life that is guaranteed. We can embrace this fact by marching forward into innovation and betterment, in essence creating the change that we want to see, or we can cling to our zero-risk security blankie and have change forced down our throats, never knowing where it is, where it will come from next, and completely lacking any ability to influence it. In a chaotic and risk-filled world, a world in which change is guaranteed, innovation and adaptability is king, we must embrace and always pursue innovation, even with failure being a glaring option if we want to make things better. The only real sin is mediocrity. We have created all that surrounds us, the systems in which we work, the environments we occupy. We are the masters of our own destinies. All that we have done, we have the power to undo or change. It's about time that we stopped playing victim to the past and started taking responsibility for changing the future. We have accepted things as they are for far too long, pretending that all that has come before now is somehow etched in stone. We pretend that it's unchangeable. But back to the point. With enough grit, determination, and fearlessness, we can change just about anything. We must stop accepting mediocrity as the answer. While in pursuit of better, trying, failing, falling flat on your face, screwing up, messing up, fucking up, shitting the bed are all acceptable, but choosing to embrace the cowardice maintenance of mediocrity is deplorable. Are we finally ready? Are we ready to explore new ideas and approaches in search of safety innovation? Are we ready to embrace risky innovation in pursuit of doing safety better? Are we ready to get comfortable with being uncomfortable? Has the pain of staying the same finally become greater than the pain of changing? We must be ready to change, or we should be well prepared for a long, frustrating existence of sucking at safety. If you want a different result. Try doing things differently. Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd. Well, there you go. That's it. WTF RM in the books. Totally free audiobook here on the Hot Nerd Podcast. My latest book, WTF RM, a reflection on what is meaningful to workplace safety. That's it, that's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. You can go pick it up over on Amazon if you want to get the paper back again. I'll encourage you. If you found value in the book, if you enjoyed this, if you liked it, if you loved it, if you got to have more of it, if you just think it's neat, or if you just think that I'm insane, that I would just completely give away the audiobook on the podcast, go pick up a copy on uh, Amazon. Show us some love, show us some support. You know, uh, fund my insanity, I guess. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. If you liked it, if you loved it, Go check it out. Either way, uh, if you enjoyed this book and you think it's good, go leave us a review. So you can go to Amazon, you can leave a review, all that good stuff to the paperback is not super high price, keeping the price point low, trying to give you something that's cool, et cetera, all that stuff all that stuff. So thank you for continuing to be a part of the hot nerd podcast. I I always feel the need to tell you how much I appreciate you. Thank you. All of our folks. Many of you have been here since day one. uh, And you have been with me through more than a a chunk of books now. uh, And uh, a bunch of podcast episodes. We're almost at 200 episodes, official 200. We're over 200 unofficial, right at 200 with the official number. So we've got to think about what we're going to do for that. But that's all I've got. Again, if you like the book, you found value in it, go pick up a copy of the paper, go pick up a copy of the paperback on Amazon. And if you know of anybody else that would find value, even if you don't think that they don't like the rest of the podcast, if you just want to let them listen to the book, tell them to come listen to them. They're right here. They're going to stay right here for free until my podcast isn't a podcast anymore. I guess they're always going to be there. That's all I've got. Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>